money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Even in this um, new environment that we're in? Especially in this new environment we're in. You know, we are so happy and so privileged and honored that we can walk with you, journey with you through through the, the changes that COVID-19, um, I don't even know if I'm calling it the right thing anymore because the name has changed. I still that. I don't know, not novel. Mm-hmm. Novel COVID-19 yeah, or novel well, coronavirus. I don't know. I don't know what, but I wanted to start the show off by just simply saying thank you for allowing us to, to journey with you, to to mm-hmm. walk with. Thank you for, for listening and, and reaching out to us. And um, so many uh, of you, our listeners, have said um we just appreciate the, the the shows and the podcasts and the blogs and the the information that uh, we are trying to get into your hands on a, a literally a daily basis. So it is it is a truly an honor for us to just journey with you through these times of change uh, and and some some huge change as we go. So um, we've committed to to keep current. We're we're doing we have all kinds of pre recorded shows uh, lined up, but we want to uh, make sure we're current. So we're just uh, pushing some of those things back. We're changing our schedule so that we we are current. And if you've got some questions, uh, again, the offer, reach out to morethanenough.ca, get on the website, or if you're local here in the Ottawa area, 613-520-4157. If you're international, 1-800-520-4157, 1-800-520-4157. It was one eight six six. You're right. Oh, it's way to go! Good catch, one Rebecca. One eight six six five two zero four one five seven. Thank you. See, just, just you just get me. So that's I, well, awesome. There so, you go. So, um, and and if you've got questions, if you just need somebody to pray with you, uh, we do have. Um, Debbie is our COVID nineteen specialist. She's there by the phone all the time. Of course, we've got the rest of the team standing by and and helping out as well. So. So there's a little different preamble than we normally have as we come into the show. Uh, and we're, uh, this show is really going to be all about some of the questions, some of the concerns, some of the things that we have uh, been observing and talking and answering uh, from you who have who've called in already and said, uh, really, in some cases, what do we do? How do we navigate um, what's, what's in a sense, what's going on. So Reb, I'm going to give you, uh, uh, the, the, the preamble here. Well, just, so it is, um, April 3rd, Friday that you're listening. We've taped it April 1st, actually on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Um, and we know that, um, our finance minister is making an important announcement today. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to do it yesterday, but um, because of all the details, he's doing it today. So we will not be as current 
with that information today because it has to do with the money that they are going to be giving to mm-hmm. businesses and how they're doing that to help keep businesses afloat mm-hmm. um, during the season. So we won't have that information. So just we're trying to be as current as possible. The next two weeks, next week is Good Friday, and then we have the 17th. We do have two pre-recorded shows that we felt were important. Um, Ray Borg is with us next week that uh, mm-hmm. to talk about um, just the Good Friday and a story uh, that we have. Uh, next week uh, being Good Friday. Good Friday. So you can listen in. And then the week after that, we do talk about mortgages uh, with Susanna Penning and she and Dave especially talk about uh, about the the ability to buy what you can afford and mm-hmm. not necessarily what you qualify for. So we did pre-record those. Um, but other than that, we're going to try and remain as current as possible in this season. And um, yeah, so that's all the preamble we have. If you need uh, other podcasts, you can go back and listen. You know where to go. More than enough.ca. Uh, chri.ca and your favorite podcasting platform. So today we're going to um, just dig right in. Normally mm-hmm. we give scripture verses, but we have some scripture all th- laid out throughout and Dave's going to give some framework for this morning. So, I mean, uh, change. Uh, if there's one, one word we're going to talk about today, it's that it's changing. I mean, even uh, what the the amount of information that is coming down uh, and it's, you know, one day it's this, the next day it's that, uh, the next day there's something new. Um, just recognize that in this uh, current environment, the change is going to happen and it's going to be happening um, for um, the duration. Who knows how long it is? And, and I think I wanted to start the show by saying, um, ladies and gentlemen, let me encourage you that in times of change, we need extra patience. We need extra grace. We need to, to recognize that, yes, um, there may be a queue of a hundred people in front of you when you make a phone call. Yes, you're, you're, you might be talking to somebody and your technology drops off and, and just want to encourage you to, to take a breath and recognize that in, in this time of change, there's going to be um, some things that just are, are not normal, not the norm. And, and to just set yourself, give yourself an attitude and a, and a real um, wake up in the morning and say, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be more patient today than I was yesterday. I, I'm going to just allow. I don't some think of these you things. can just decide I, to be more patient. I am going to encourage people that that's, I mean, in this time of change, we have to just recognize that that's what it is and rebecca and i'll have a half hour discussion <laughs> just on that but that's that's just a start right well you can pray to have the change and god will give you the Amen. grace to be patient I, I we'll just we'll agree there. on that uh, but you know absolutely. you've already thrown me for a curveball because you didn't tell me that that was the word you were going to use because you actually said you were going to use a different word for today's show I, i've got three or four words lined up so today you <laughs> said well this is how we're going to frame the show we're going to talk about god's economy mm-hmm. not our own economy mm-hmm. so then you said we're talking about change so which one is it or is it both of course it's both right (laughs) i had to set the stage okay so we're setting the stage with change now we're going to move into of course Uh, and i've been just prompted especially this morning as we prepared and we're just coming into the show that there is such an opportunity for us the church for for the people of god to to recognize that we 
uh, on any normal given day, we we abide or we stay in in the natural, the natural economy of hey of how things are are moving, how money is moving through our hands, and and there's an economy. And and uh, I was just thinking about how this is an opportunity where we the church can can experience God's economy, where we the church are going. Okay, we have the change has forced us into a position where we're going, oh my goodness, what are we going to do now? Um, so there, there's hope for people who haven't, yeah. who are still in debt. Yeah. And, and so going back to the scripture and saying, okay, let's, let's, you know, let's look at what happens to the Israelite nation. You know, they leave Egypt, they walk into the desert, and that's a huge change. That's a, that's a big deal uh, for them. And Obviously, their first question is, is well, how are we going to eat? Mm-hmm. And this is the, the, the transformation from their natural economy was as well. Then we would plant crops and we would, you know, harvest crops and we would do all that stuff. And God's going, no, no, no I got this. God's economy is, is that I'm going to supply something that you've never seen before. It's called manna. And I'm going to supply that and I am going to do that every day. And, and here's in a sense my direction. God says my direction around this is, is that you're going to collect that manna for today. Mm. Not for tomorrow, not for next week, not for uh, – you are going to walk through this desert and you are going to do so but with – provision. I mean, it was good stuff. I mean, I'm sure they got bored with it, but it tasted like honey on their lips. It, it, it was good stuff. God supplied it, but he did so saying, this is different. This is a different economy. This is a different season. And I am going to be at work supernaturally to provide what you need day by day. So you're just wanting to encourage people that to look at this season as through the lens of God's economy and not Absolutely. And to come before the Lord and say, you know, as we face our finances, some of us have lost income. Some of us have lost our jobs. Some of us have been um, laid off, not knowing if we're going to go back. Some of us are looking, you know, our employers are basically saying, listen, if this lasts much longer, there won't be a business here to come back to. So Mm -hmm. we're not sure. Uh, An awful lot of uncertainty. And again, if I just reference back to the Israelite nation walking through the desert, um, there's an awful lot of uncertainty there. And yet in the middle of that, God is saying two things that, that we can know for sure because God doesn't change. And he says, come to me. He says, come mm-hmm. to me. And he says, you need, you need to ask me those questions. As you face your finances and you say, there just isn't going to be enough. And God's going to say, yeah, talk to me, ask me, pray. He is not scared of you coming and asking for what is the provision going to be like for today, for next week. He is not scared of those questions. And yet he may say to you, okay, you just hang tight. I've got this under control. He may say, go out of your house and there's going to be manna there, whatever that looks like for you. He may say like he did with the feeding of the 5,000. He may say, you already have five loaves and two fish. Take what you have, thank the Father for it, offer up to the Father, and let's see how long that lasts. Mm. Let's see that what you already have in your bank account is going to last a lot longer than you could ever imagine it's going to last. 
Yeah, we don't know. There, I mean, it's interesting because we look back and can see the story of the Israelite people, mm-hmm. but we're standing in the same place at the at the Red Sea, and we're like, we here can, comes we, the army. The well, army is here coming comes the army, us. and he's not taking the army out, not yet. Right, mm-hmm. we're standing mm-hmm. there, and we're afraid, and we're thinking, why did you ever like? Why is this happening? And how do we get here? And we all have lots of questions. We all have lots of fears. There is, we don't know the end story, mm-hmm. but what we do know is that God's story. We is, know who's writing the story. We know who's writing the story. He is. And what what has um, just come to me this morning as we were talking in, in our own prayer time this morning at home was. You know, he, he said to Joshua in Joshua 1, you know, we quote that verse mm-hmm. that we actually had on our website this mm-hmm. week. Um, you know, do, do not be d- um, dismayed or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Be strong and courageous. And um, before that, he admonishes Joshua, be in the word, mm-hmm. write this Torah, take it with you, seek after this, put it in you because it, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. It's good for you to have my word in you. And it just struck me, you know, we want to seek God in this season and, and know his word because his word, it says somewhere, I think it's in the Psalms, you know, heaven and earth pass away, but my word will lasts, never it will never pass away. So if you don't know what to do, if you're anxious and worried, his word, there are answers in his word. And I, we kind of are setting the stage for, you know, we want to build hope in us. Mm-hmm. Like, and believe me, I had a horrible weekend. Dave can attest to it. I was afraid, fearful, believing lies in my head. And I had to undo all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he had to help me. It's not like I'm standing here and saying we don't go through any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. We do. We have lots of questions. We have our own business to run. There are a lot of things uncertain for us, but what we do know and what we've seen in our lives and what we remember, I've actually written a blog today about remembering Mm -hmm. my own great cloud of witnesses, the men and women in my own family who have been through their own Red Seas and have trusted God and have come through. And um, I am encouraged by the people in my family or and and friends who have gone before me and have trusted God in the midst of hard stuff mm-hmm. and find those people i just want to encourage you draw near to the lord seek his heart not his hand go after him for his heart for you so that you know you're loved be in his word know that there are people that have gone before us and have a testimony of faithfulness that we can gain encouragement from in this season even financial there are stories that david and i have you want to hear some of our financial stories there are people around with financial stories where the oil doesn't run out of you know the oil doesn't run out the the manna the manna is on the front actually yesterday my manna was my girlfriend bringing me two jars of fresh maple syrup Mm -hmm. and i literally had to i just walked out the door and i felt like i was the israelites walking out on my front lawn and there it was anyway there's a lot of that going on these days Mm -hmm. i think people are dropping off food on everybody's porches and again we're going to go back to scripture and i'm going to throw that scripture in here not all of us are seeing an interruption in, in our income. Right. Not all of us. There are people, there are opportunities right now that are happening where there's actually increase happening with, with some people or they're staying steady or they're having a decrease in their expenses so they actually have more available cash. If you're one of those people, then start looking around. How can I help my neighbor? How can I take care of, of those in my community? What, what is the opportunity? If I have time, some of us, uh, yes, in fact, we haven't lost income because our employers are still paying us, but we can't actually work. 
well, are we watching Netflix? Are we, are we, you know, being socially isolated or are we looking for opportunities that we can help our communities and move into our communities and encourage our communities and maybe even invest some financially into our communities because well, and, and that really that this piece of the conversation today um, comes from one of our clients who actually mm-hmm. said, how do we decide to give? How did she say, how do you make decisions about tithing and almsgiving in this season with financial stress that some of us are under? And we had a big discussion on the way in. We should have just recorded that discussion <laughs> and played it for everybody. But, um, you know, it got us to thinking, well, what does the word of God say? And you pointed out to me, David, you know, the word of God hasn't changed. And the people of 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 uh, the, the new church in Acts, you know, they were under persecution. They were under great strain and what did they do they shared everything in common Mm -hmm. the word of god in corinthians says that determine in your heart what you're going to give and do it cheerfully for god loves a cheerful giver Mm -hmm. there are all kinds of verses we've stumbled across about helping one another and the one that dave and i get convicted by um uh, is in proverbs 3 27 and 28 and then james 4 verse 17 i think it is Mm -hmm. you know if you um i'm just going to quickly flip there dave and, and while you're flipping there, um, you know, again, going back to this idea that um, God doesn't change, that his word doesn't change. And so, again, if, if you are committed to, to um, giving to missionaries, to giving to your church, to giving to the regular giving that you do, um, when you made those decisions, maybe it was six months ago, maybe it was six years ago that you decided to support some people, God knew COVID-19 was going to show up. And so the question, of course, we asked this morning is, is, so did God tell you to change what you're giving, your tithing or your alms? Has he told you to change that? Um, and if he has, then that comes out of your relationship with him. And, and I will say, check to see, are we doing it out of fear? Mm-hmm. Because if we're making that decision because we're afraid there won't be enough down the road, I don't know that the Lord is actually, and I think I can say this on the radio in front of you all, that I'm not so sure the Lord is going to speak into that out of a place of fear. The Lord says so many times in Scripture, don't fear. I know what's going on. I have tomorrow. Let's just focus on, on our daily bread today. And let's look at our neighbor and see if they need daily bread. And those people that you're supporting in ministry, those people that you're supporting in it through your church, um, those those ministries that, that you, you decided to give to intentionally and joyfully six months ago, six, six weeks ago, those things continue to, to ask the Lord. So, Lord. We're going to put this before you. I'm looking at my finances. And I'm scared. I'm scared. And I might, I, you know, some of us, you know, it was as personally for me, I like security. I like to know. I mean, the Lord has led us on our, our journey for the last 12 years. And boy, today, am I ever glad that we've gone through what we've gone through in 12 years so that I have been I still don't have it down pat. I'm saying this out loud because I don't want you guys all to think I've got it all together. But I, I, I have seen where I've trusted my bank account or Dave's ability or my ability to earn income over God's ability to provide for me. And 
that has been an issue in my life that I saw from the moment we started more than enough. And it's one that in this season, I am so glad that he's started to um, pull out that weed of my heart so that I know that he's the one that takes care of me. And he, mm-hmm. it's his provision for us. And we're responsible to him for how we take care of it. Um, Proverbs 3 says, don't withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in the power of your hand to do so. Do not say to your neighbor, go and come back and tomorrow I will give it to you when you have it with you. And then James 4 verse 17 says, therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it to him, it is sin. I I put those two together because to me, they just go together. Um, Maybe the theologians can forgive me for that, but I don't want, I don't, I don't, I have struggled my whole life to be a giver Mm -hmm. and I'm still learning how to do that. If I have, if my neighbor comes and asks for, um, you know, four cups of flour and I have uh, six left, am I willing to give them the four, Mm -hmm. right? And I'll have two. That's a simple thing, but these are the issues some of us deal with. Mm-hmm. It's not the big things that we're asked to give. It's the small things. Well, wait a minute. I need, I'm going to need that flower. But do we trust God that we're going to be able to have what we need? And this is where, you know, just these examples and looking for opportunities to move from the natural economy, from... I'm not talking about being uh, unaware. I'm not talking about being irresponsible in the sense of saying, hey, there there are, and we're going to talk about this as we come to the end of the show, there are certainly some incentives. There are things that the government of Canada, that our employers, that there are things we can do to minimize our expenses and, and to increase our income during this time if we've had an interruption in the income. And, and those things you need to be diligent for. I'm going to encourage you to be patient. I'm going to encourage you to to, to have, have an, uh, an attitude where you want to speak hope and life into the person on the other end of the phone, even though you've been on hold for two and a half hours. Uh, I get it uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Those things can just add frustration. But the reality is, is if we can get to, to get that phone call answered and, and speak hope and life into the person on the other end, they're run ragged. Uh, and let's pay attention to some of that. Again, I, I'm going to encourage you to move from the natural response, the, whether that's fear, frustration, anger, whether that's uh, whatever those emotions are, to the supernatural response to say, I'm not going to be irresponsible. I'm not going to uh, pretend COVID-19 has no effect on my life. That That's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying here that we can move from a natural response. I'm angry and frustrated and on hold for two and a half hours, which my personality does not like at all no. to when I get that real live person, I'm going to have a party with them and we're going to do our business the best we can in an attitude of, of just encouragement and, and, and building and gratitude to build into them. That small thing can change the life of someone on the other end of the line. And, and I mean that sincerely, that can have an effect on them eternally because we carry the hope of christ and i put that i know that we've got to get to a few practical details about our mortgage and taxes and some things Mm -hmm. we want to leave with but i'm like we have the word of god we have jesus christ alive in us Mm -hmm. why do we act like we have no hope Mm -hmm. and Every day I have to choose to pick up hope or despair. I choose in a time when the love of many is growing cold Mm -hmm. to pick up the hope of Jesus and offer that to myself, receive it first for myself, and then offer it to others. We have the answers. Mm -hmm. We, if you just Google, 
What do I do about giving and sharing and hospitality in the Bible? There's reams of them that says the just, Bible hasn't changed. It hasn't, the, and God the, the, hasn't changed. Our circumstances changed, but what He says to us: share mm-hmm. what you have. Be open-handed. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I have grace for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's all I'm going to say because I could go on. But we got to do a few practical things that we want. What do you want to leave people with? Just so, on the practical. So, okay. And, and don't, I, I'm going to say what we just spent the last uh, 20 minutes saying is very practical. Yes. This, this is so important. I, I can't stress it enough that no matter what happens, recognize that God is on his throne. I know that there are some of you listening now that, that may lose their homes. Yeah. That's the reality of what's going to happen. We, I, I have lived for the last 15 years with the statistics of how close the Canadian family is yeah. to, to on the edge financially. That's why we do what we do at More Than Enough, to share the message of hope and freedom and to say, let's get prepared as best we can for seasons well, like, like we're okay. experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. And so for some of you, it is going to be a huge, there's going to be some fallout and we are sensitive to that and we want to walk with you through that in any way that we possibly can so recognizing that we also have some resources the government is is um releasing you know news release after news release there's a lot of information current i will summarize in a minute or two if you have a mortgage and you have had an interruption in your your income you can absolutely defer those payments for up to six months, but you do need to call your lender. This isn't something that anybody else can do but you. They do it as a case by case. What I'm seeing on the mortgage side is is that lenders are now, they have specific email addresses, they have specific phone uh, phone numbers that deal specifically with COVID-19 related. I want to defer my payments. If you have had an interruption in your income, you need to call your lender, you need to contact them through them and, and and do that and, and can, get that in motion. And I'm just going to say this quickly because we've seen some articles out there that are misrepresenting what's going on about credit scores and all of that stuff. Please know your source of information mm-hmm. and please call your lender directly or call call your mortgage broker. If it's Dave, call the office. Like We have places to take you but just connect with the right information don't there's believe there's so much misinformation don't and a lot of it yes. causes fear okay it is. i'm going to yeah. switch to taxes because we only got a few minutes left yes. if you haven't done your taxes and you're expecting a tax return please do your taxes they are issuing the, the tax refunds as per normal within a week of having your tax return filed you should start seeing maybe two weeks but you will see that return come in that could be a huge carryover over between what's going on in terms of your income. Do your taxes. If you haven't done your taxes in a couple years, get them caught up. You may have time to do that now. Mm -hmm. Get that stuff going. If you're receiving child tax benefit, yes, there is going to be more money automatically deposited in terms of child tax benefit. There is some incentives coming down through the GST network where basically the government, you don't need to do anything, but you will receive some funds. And and 
and one of the things that our, our Debbie says, who's looking into all this stuff, she says that please go on CRA to my account and get registered. Get that, registered. Yes, registered the, CRA my account so that you can also see what you are eligible for. And that is such a big deal because that is the source. If you are el- eligible for any kind of the incentives that are being announced, first of all, you're going to have the information as to when because the announcements come out, but you're not in a lot of these cases we can't apply for these things for four to six weeks after the announcement so we're fielding questions saying hey how do i do this well you have to wait because they just simply haven't haven't set up where it's going so all of these things so taxes mortgages um those are two of the big big areas in terms of cash flow again this is the time where you need to sit down with your spouse with yourself look at the numbers and realistically say okay what is it going to do? How big is our emergency fund? How long can we last? What Some of us may be cashing in some investments that we didn't do, and we lost some money on our investments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might have to do that. How long can you float? Again, these are very general. We're going to wrap up with a prayer and just uh, giving God glory. So, Lord, we do that today. Mm-hmm. You are on your throne. You have not moved. Your word is still your word. And so, Lord, as we move from the natural economy, as we move from our natural Mm. responses to the supernatural Mm. economy and the supernatural responses, may you give supernatural insight and wisdom and creativity. And we thank you for all these things in Christ's name. And there it is, the the latest, greatest update, early April, April the 3rd. Um, and uh, Listen in next week for our Good Friday show. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.